It's time for Sweaty Upper Lip, where girls talk about sports, tailor-made for girls. The Ladies Edition. Hello and welcome to Sweaty Upper Lip. It's episode number two. We're talking about the National Rugby League. And in studio with me today, we've got Alicia and India. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. How are we all feeling? Feeling good. Ready to learn. Are you ready to learn? Yeah, you're here to, to talk some, <laughs> to ask us questions a bit later on in our Teach Me segment. Yeah. To sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation, mm. even though you might not know a lot of what we're talking about, but that's all right. You'll I'm some questions. ready to hear yeah. everything about a spot I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad. All right, let's kick it off. Let's go. National Rugby League. Yes. We're talking about the, the league. NRL. But I know a lot of people out there think rugby. Okay, there's league and union. Yes. So let's clear up the air right now. The difference between <laughs> I league am, and union. I am league all the way. Runs through my blood. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a league. I'm a league fan as well. I'm going to try and not say anything too harsh about union. Um, <laughs> but there, I mean, union was brought to Australia from England. It's an English um, code, uh, and then in the early 1900s, uh, it got. It got changed. Uh, though the league code does come from England, uh, but over here in Australia, the governing body for union refused to play to pay the players for injuries and time off work they needed to take to go on tours. Um, so that kind of caused a bit of angst. And I, the spectators were, were, were not going to the games. Well, I don't think many people still go to any union <laughs> games. Just, just you know, in, just, in general. Yeah, um, um, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> but in but they saying weren't going, that... And they were turning to AFL. So they went, uh, people aren't showing up, we're not getting paid. Um, there's this thing going on uh, in England, though they both did come from England. So they... Um, jumped over to league basically um, within 10 years and they poached uh, Union's best player, which was Dally M, which is where the Dally M... Which I'm sure people have heard of the Dally M medal, which is one... That's where it comes from. It's the highest accolade that you can get. Well done. Uh, <laughs> but many, yeah, many players have won it. All, well, all the greats are highest accolade. And it's, I mean, what? sorry, what is the version? Because I know nothing about AFL. What's the AFL's uh, version? The, it'd be close to the Brownlow medal. Yeah, it's yep. a, yeah that's exactly. So, uh, yeah, they, they poached him and within 10 years... Then there was there was um, the two f- versions that were there formed. were two versions, but then league got the, was the it's, bigger version. Well, yeah, it's one yeah. that's publicised a lot more, and everyone yeah. can watch it on, on it, TV. And that's why they did it as well. It's much it's much more watchable, and it's quicker and it's faster, and there's less scrums. Where it was in union, I mean. They can be playing around with the ball for a lot and longer. You, you can't even see the ball. There's also like technical differences differences yes. between the two. Obviously, in league, you get about five goes in order to pass the ball backwards to to go forward. That's the yes. best way I can explain it to people <laughs> in English terms. Yeah. Um, and then obviously on the fifth go, once you get tackled, you have to kick the ball and yes. obviously turn the ball or over. Turn the ball over. Yeah. Uh, another thing um, that a lot of people probably not that sort of is a bit of a difference. Not really a main difference, but after every tackle, um, scrum, whatever you'd like to. Call it it's when you get tackle. hit yeah. down to the floor. Scrum's a different thing, yeah. Um, 
you actually have to pass the ball back in league. Like, mm-hmm. put, put your foot on it, pass the ball back to another player. Whereas in union, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You can just continue on. So, they're sort of just sort of two main differences. Main I mean, differences. there are all a little different rules There's and stuff. There's a lot of different. But they're the main differences, yeah, I'd say. Exactly. Um, but they, and I guess watching them, you know, these are the same sports. They seem quite similar. And if you don't know, you watch them both on TV and you think, what's the difference? But there, there is a big difference is a when big you difference, get down yeah. into it. I think a lot of people think, um, you know, if you think of the Australian rugby team, hmm. what they don't know, it's, they actually play union. Are you talking about union or league? <laughs> well, <laughs> You're talking about union. I'm talking about the union. Because we, the, you know, the Wallabies. Yes, the Wallabies. That's the main, that's what, yeah. well. Which is confusing because the Wallabies are about. a union team. Yeah. They're the ones that are a lot and, more talked about, really. And you do really. watch... That's probably the only union game that I will watch is that one. With the Wallabies are playing. Yeah. <laughs> Not good enough, darling. Not it good is enough. <laughs> Such a rugby supporter you are. Or yeah. is it footy? I, I don't know. It's footy. That's rugby. I'm a Queenslander. <laughs> it's footy. Nah. I know. Nah, 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 nah. I've just offended everyone. <laughs> it's footy and, um, like, union is called union. Yeah. It's rugby. It, um, it's footy not. Is AFL oh, sorry, sorry. Union's called rugby. Sorry. Football. In Queensland, union's called rugby and NRL's called footy. But now. Um, the, the reason why it's not popular here down in Victoria is because there were two leagues, Sydney and in Brisbane. And they I was were, just getting to that. So you were. You. I read your mind. Mm. And they, they weren't connected, um, like they didn't verse each other or anything like that. They weren't travelling around. They just had two leagues and they were, you know, semi-professional. They couldn't live off the wage, but they did get paid. And then only in – I mean, there was a lot of um, – They'd verse each other and stuff, but then they turned it into the National Rugby League, um, which is now what we call NRL, um, and joined them all, and then um, Melbourne got a team as well. Melbourne was the only t- other city in Australia that got only a team. The state. Adelaide, yeah, that's it. Adelaide and um, Perth, well, Western, Western Australia, Australia, South Australia, Northern Territory they and down in Tassie one. do not have teams. No. Um, so, you know, in Victoria, and we're we, quite we lucky. About, We've got um, one. New Zealand as well. Yep. <laughs> They've got their team. They do have a no, team. No, but they do. They and, do, they And do. Th- there was this unity between New Zealand, Brisbane and Sydney. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Poor Tasmania, though. They don't have an AFL team either. Yeah, they don't have, they don't have anything. Mm. They have cricket team, which good on them. Cricket but, team. <laughs> well, singular. Yeah, they've only got one. Hobart <laughs> Hurricanes. Cricket team, yeah. I think of it. <laughs> Yeah, they've only got one. Okay. So, yeah, no, poor Desmond in that sense. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that's the main reason why in Victoria there's only one team. Yes. And And in Victoria we're so dominated with AFL. AFL. Maybe a little bit of the soccer too and you can say the A-League sort of come up and um, you can also talk about the basketball as well. But Mm. predominantly in Victoria, AFL is our code. Yes. And it's something everyone loves and leaves and breeds and I'm included in that. Yeah. But in saying that, I actually don't mind flipping the channel and watching something different when something's gone wrong. It's kind of, it's not really Victorian's fault. It was never introduced down here. And I mean, the Melbourne Storm have only been a team since 1997. But they've had success in the, I mean, the amount amount of times, I don't know, but the amount of years that they've been in the league compared to other teams have done well. But... Again, yes, that was taken away controversially. You pay your players too much and you, it's <laughs> I just wrong. Want to see you do, You're all fired up there. Yeah, I did. I got to. Um, yeah, they, they, um, they are a good club. 
Uh, and I guess I it know could a lot of the players are from a new club, Queensland. So you can say they're not really a Melbourne team because <laughs> Queensland field. Yeah. Um, I think but, you know. still there is a bit of a divide. Um, I especially come from Queensland. We still think of the Melbourne Storm as a little bit different in the sense of the outsiders. Yeah. Then it's because NRL is a gritty sport and it's for the working class. And I don't think we kind of see not Melbourneers, but the Melbourne Storm is like a, a gritty... What do you reckon Melbourne Storm have to do in order to get that grittiness, you think? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think that w- I think like the the salary cap, salary cap um, scandal, scandal yeah. was a big thing. Um, Say if that hadn't have happened, do you really reckon they could have got there? Got there? I don't know. They're just bougie and they're well organised and that's very un... Well, Craig Bellamy's doing very well there at the Melbourne Storm, so we'll take that. And Cameron Smith, um, hey, No, but well. he's a legend. You, you, can't, you can't not love Cameron. Well, apparently there's talk that he's going to come out of retirement for the state of origin when uh, that comes really? around. But I don't I know if he will. I might cry. No, I'm not joking. That would if be a big night for me. That would... <laughs> Now, uh, now, for the listeners out there, blues or maroons? Oh, I know I shouldn't ask because I know they're... Maroons, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maroon, yeah, maroons. Yes, Kane Toads all the way. <laughs> Fair enough. No, yeah, like, no, it's for, like I am... It's, that's the biggest time of the year and I'm a big fanatic. And my mum my used to work in a pub, so she would get all of their promo gear. Yeah. Okay. Also, I once stole a big banner, though the banner was going to be thrown away because I know that because my mum used to throw them away. But the um, last season that Jonathan Thurston played for Queensland, I stole this massive banner off the well, side of a Well, that's going to be um, very valuable in times to come if you ever no, decide to it's, sell that. No, it's such a high-quality piece of merch. I was not just going to let it be thrown away. My God. But, yeah, it was like a 2 a.m., like... I had to wear a hoodie and stuff. Like, they have security cameras. And now they don't put any of their banners in that spot. Now now we know why. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Talking about the state of origin. Yeah. There's talk that the Women's League um, is going to get a state of origin. They have had one. They have had one? Yes. Or there going to be another one? No, they've had... Well, there should be another one. They've already had one. Last year, and they had the... um, yeah, last year was a big game. And do you remember there was the um, awesome kiss between New South Wales and Queensland's captains? They were dating I and they had a big one. celebration kiss and it was awesome. Jeez, I missed that it one. It was very cool. Um, yeah. You're looking at me. That's but the it, most like unified I've ever heard rugby be. Yeah, for it. Isn't like, it fantastic? Just sport in general. Like, yeah, usually the other teams, it's like... Quite a little punch uh-huh. to the leg. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shut up. But, <laughs> but they, I mean, they were they were already in a relationship, but they were both captain, and it was it was a big moment for not just for women's NRL, but just for NRL in general. Because we've got to remember as well, an NRL player still has not um, publicly come out as gay or queer or anything other than straight. Well, I feel like um, the Women's League AFL and the Women's Rugby League, there's sort of been a lot more talk about that sort of stuff and yeah. people have been proud of who they are and what yeah. they represent and that sort of stuff, whereas in the Men's League, mm. there's, there's not that. I think the reason for that is because in the Men's League, there's such an entrenched culture of hyper-masculinity mm. where in the female versions of the code it's just started and also they've had to fight and also be an outsider initially you know to to get to this point yeah so they haven't got that like that history and that 
that in trend, like that culture. They're just making inbound. waves. All females, no matter what sport they're in, they're making it's true. waves. I mean, this year, it's the second year in a row that the rugby league women's season's going to happen. There's only four teams in that for people that don't know. The first year? The second year this the year. The second, I was about to say. No, no. second year. <laughs> second year in a row yeah, yeah. that there's going to be four teams uh-huh. in the women's league. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Um, Which, it, yeah, it's exciting, but it's four. It doesn't seem like there's enough. Um, I mean, it's a great start. It's a great style. I'll I'll admit that. Even with the AFLW, they started slow with a few teams and they brought it up to now. There's eight teams. Um, Obviously, next year, they're going to bring in four more. So I think with the rugby, it's a great start. It's a start. However, did you see any of the games last year on TV? No. no. AFLW, there was games on TV. It, the Rugby AFLW is so needs, much more advanced than... Well, th- that's my question to you. If if you were a part of, let's say, the board at NRL, at mm. um, their headquarters... Which I'd would love you, to be, <laughs> Or maybe at Channel 9, anyone can even listen. Um, <laughs> would you give a time slot for one of those games to be on air? Absolutely, but I think... Absolutely. I also kind of, just going back to there's only four teams, I think it's so weird and ludicrous that there's only four, wouldn't... At least... Compared to the men's. Like, yes, but you, like, you like, even say you're on the board of the Melbourne Storm and it's like this opportunity has come up. Why not? Why not put a women's team... Um, and to be honest, at the moment, it doesn't cost that much money. They're not being paid... It, 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 they can't live off their mm. salaries. So like the women's league in the, in the AFL. Yeah, it, so it's not that big of a loss. It's a gain. It's only a gain to the club. So, so um, what, do you, what do you reckon that needs to be done, say, this season, for the, the second season for the women's? Well, like, I would love... More coverage or... Well, both. I would love for it even almost to be mandatory. If you are an NRL club, you have a male and you have a female team. It just makes sense. I feel like that's... It's a good call. I completely agree with you that, but I think it's too early um, to make that because no. there. I mean, I know grassroots rugby is blowing up everywhere around it's the country, it, yeah. but going further along because the top tier of rugby that is it'll take forever you know, for that to happen. Yeah, because that is like it's not really a weak link, but like because there's not many teams, not many opportunities. That's why girls t- tend to drop off, and that's that used to be the same thing for AFL. Mm. Back before the yeah, women's league came along, you can but that's something I think needs to be done. Is that needs to be more opportunities at that next level, yeah. whether there be reserve Which teams or teams. whether that be okay. We're going to bring in a couple more teams. Say okay, maybe not this year, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. Let's give a, a team, a, you know, a club mm. a license to get a women's league, and so then that way, or women's team that is, yeah. that way more girls can push through, and then there is more coverage around. Yeah, it. exactly. Like, I mean, and that's what more teams seems like would common do. sense. But it's common sense, but it would take a while. I guess it's just up to the NRL if they enforce. That then the clubs have to do it. Um, but even if they gave, it would be fantastic because um, there'd be a lot of, and in in the behind the scenes, a lot of pushback and reluctancy to do it. But even give them, you know, a deadline it, it, within yeah. ten years, you can you can start making plans and doing all of the organisation. But within ten years, you will need to have a women's team if to be. A, to qualify basically as an NRL club. Mm. But I think as well, going back to the second part, 
Yeah, definitely putting on TV. Women's NRL, I can't speak for AFL, but women's NRL is so hard and gritty and you watch and you're like, oh! I, I like, watched the... It's not soft. It's if not more brutal than the men. Obviously, the hits aren't as hard, but they're more brutal. Mm. I watched the rugby sevens when there was the rugby at the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games. I think it was the one that's just passed. Commonwealth, Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth Games. Um, and the, the Aussie girls, like they, a lot of them had never had that much rugby experience oh. playing in the rugby sevens, which mm-hmm. I thought was absolutely incredible. Mm. And I was like, okay, some of them played basketball, some of them had played footy and, and bits and pieces and they came in. That's interesting. And I was like, this is why we need more coverage around this sport mm. because if there's more girls playing this, then we don't have yeah. to poach p- players from other sports. No. You know what I mean? Like, Giving them more opportunities, gears, but like, it does. yeah, which that's what got me so into rugby was seeing the rugby sevens format of rugby oh. and seeing the girls in it. It got me fired up that there's not enough girls playing it. No, but the thing is, there are girls playing it. There's not. It, there's not coverage. a professional. Oh, yeah. They can't turn it into a career. So you can play, and I mean, I've played NRL, and you can love it to your... Um, not that I face. do, but there's so many... Like, you really can, and you can be so involved in your club, and you can play for rep, and you can play for state, and you can play for Australia. But when the time comes, maybe you're 18, 19, time to, you know, you've left school, you can be there's a no fantastic... Be there's no opportunity So it's like, am I going to keep playing football and maybe there are four teams? I'd still have to work some sort of part-time job if not a full-time job to live or do I go to university or do I go try and find something you know an actual full-time job it, you it, it's not it's not really a career option yet so girls they just have to drop off it's almost not an option it's I, not sustainable I completely agree with you that. however yeah. I think now is the best time to get involved and I, yeah. I, I'm saying that purely because Yes, there's a second le- second year that the League of Women's is happening and there's mm. only four teams. I, I mean, mm. it's a bit uh, annoyed there. But the fact that, okay, girls are playing this at a professional level, why can't I do that? Exactly, you know, It gives yeah. me the motivation to want to tell girls Here's to jump girls in. So I think yeah. now is the correct time if anyone wants to join a sport or wanted to follow their dreams in whatever sport they be at a professional well, level. you can now. You can now, and it's a great time. And the that's why I feel like now has only just come. But now's the time where we can expand and grow it. Yeah. Now is the time well, to hopefully. add more and push for girls exactly. and cover it, okay? Maybe you don't have to give it the Friday night glory that or Thursday night football, I know, you know, mm. that men men's league play, but mm. give them at least one time slot on the weekend mm. on TV that you can watch it. Mm. Like, I'm not asking for much, but yeah. and it's, it at least is that way it's out there and people can watch exciting. it. Just exciting. Like, I know... Um, you still get lots of numbers going to women AFL games. It's because it's still good and it's still a sport and you can still get excited and root for the team. And well, Every year it's gotten better, the, the women's football yeah, AFL, that is. It's, um, it's something to really look up to. I think the NRL needs to. Um, but yeah, women, women are women are hard. They are. <laughs> we don't back down. Oh, I don't think. Oh yeah, you. W- <laughs> it's brutal, and I love what I love watching women play. I I really do. Yeah. Well, I think um I think we've done really well in that discussion. So <laughs> we, we, we really got any more to add before we get to a quick break or? I. Don't think so. We're Maybe dumber. we should answer some questions. We'll, uh, we'll get to a quick break and then we'll do the Teach Me segment and you can ask us any question you'd like. Yes. Um, but, uh, Hit us, India. We'll Strap be, in. We'll, uh, we'll be back in just a moment, guys. We'll be back after this short break with Sweaty Upper Lip. 
You're listening to The Ladies' Edition. Welcome back to Sweaty Upper Lip. It's now time for our Teach Me segment where we get someone in each week to ask us questions about whatever topic we're talking about. They can ask us questions about anything, um, basic rules to big calls or big topical issues, that is. Mm-hmm. So, India... What have you got for this us? Week, NRL, hit us. Well, I literally only know what you've told me in the last few minutes and a few things from <laughs> like news headlines. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my first question is like something you guys were mentioning off the mic was the sin bin. Mm. Obviously, coming from sin, different spelling. <laughs> I was interested to know. Like, actually, I've never thought about it as a sin, and you've done a sin, so you go to the bin. Oh, interesting. Oh, I what, never thought about it like that. Sin? I don't know. It's just, it's like you know how you just have a term that you yeah. just, and then you realize, oh, that's I've just had that on air. Wow. Um, <laughs> Let's clarify what a sin bin the actually sin is bin in rugby. Is, you, so basically, um, if you do like a bad tackle, so there's rules in um, you you know you can't tackle someone from above the shoulders because their neck Obviously and their, their head. heads at risk, and you also can't um, pick someone up and um, then they hit the ground. Their, in a violent their head way. hits the ground first, which gives like it's all like to do with um, spinal cord damage. Uh, also going into a tackle basically if they just harm another player on purpose pretty pretty much that's where most standard sim bins come from so in a tackle because there's um you know five players on top of each other and it's just wild (laughs) they do a lot of things to each other like they a lot of it it might be mind games like they might tickle them or they might put their finger in their ear or like something just like take them off their game but then other players are dirty as well and they will give them a bit of a punch or lots of weird things but if it is um, overtly violent and they get caught and they're simmed. I'm all for that- people pulling down pants. I used to do it in, um, when I played girls oh, footy. Oh, I mean, it's it. I mean, that's very tactical. Yeah. Yeah. Very tactical. No, NRL is um, a lot of little mind games go in it just to yeah. put, put them off. I guess that happens in all sports, but yeah. The only problem <laughs> this- with the sin bin rule, that is the player that gets booked for it, you can say, um, goes off for a period of time and they have to go into, I think it's into the club rooms really, that's where they walk off to or down the corridor somewhere. Into um, a room of shame. Yeah, somewhere, <laughs> some bin somewhere. Um, <laughs> bin. Um, but with the problem with that is then that team or whoever they play for is mm. then shorter man for nope. the rest of that time. Someone well doesn't deserved. come on and replace them, yeah. yeah. Until, you know, his time's finished and he can come mm. run back onto the field again and mm-hmm. continue playing. I like that though because then the club's held the responsible Exactly. For bad culture, yeah, yeah, like and that. say you get sin binned, you've just let down your entire team and you've risked the whole game just because you made a silly little decision. Oh boy, you wouldn't want to Especially lose. if it's a close game. Yes. Like if it's a close, no, but trouble. it does. It happens, and yeah, so it's that's a, that's a sin bin. <laughs> and speaking of like close games, how does the scoring system work? Oh, it seems to be okay. Quite a bit different to it AFL. is. So we've got a thing called a try, and that's when they get the ball over the back line when they t- the ball has to touch this it's area. An area of, it's about a 10-metre yeah, area a 10 of play area. at the end of the field on both sides. Yes, and you have to put the ball down within your six, ta- your five tackles. Um, and that's then, worth four points. Yep. Then every time you score a try, you then get to have a go at getting a field goal. That field goal is taken at the point on the field so the last, last got tackled. So say yep. you get tackled um, in the middle of the field, maybe 20 metres back, right? Then you run and score a try. 
then they would take the ball back to that 20 metres in the middle of the field and then you would kick from there. So sometimes goals can be really easy because they, you last got tackled really close to the to the, to the the goal post, but then it can be really right on the edge of the field and it's a hard goal. So it all depends. But then you have a go at doing that. Um, if you miss or if you get it through, uh, but if you do get it through, then you get two points. If you don't, then you just get the four points that you scored for that try. You can then also get... Um, Penalty goals, which are always worth one point. You can also score a goal just on the field. You can kick, you Say, kick the ball like a football. Yeah, through you kick the field it, goal. That's it. Yeah, which one point can be the difference and has been in lots of games. I remember once Darren Lockyer did a beautiful goal in an Origin game, uh, and that one point won the game. But that can matter. But um, it doesn't. You would think that they'd just be kicking heaps of one pointers, but that doesn't happen very often. You still want that try and that conversion. It's called a conversion when you get the goal with the try. And the field goal is actually positioned in the middle um, of the field, right? Yeah. But, but this is just because that's the it's easiest in the middle, way. It's not really in the middle of the field. That sounds a bit weird. But at the at the end of the field where the try zone is, the actual goal post is in the middle, and it's only about like a ten meter yeah. wide between the two. Posts Are you talking you about a penalty through. goal or like just? The, yeah, yeah, like I if you get a penalty goal, it's but you talk yeah the poles. Yeah, the poles. That's it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Doing like hand movements. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit weird. I know the the like really short Y shaped thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I. That's what I. Should <laughs> But a lot of NRL scores, it's always an even number. If It's only an odd number if someone's got a penalty goal or a field goal. Yeah. But normally always even numbers, yeah. And, like, for me, looking mm. at the field, mm. in my <laughs> lesser sportly educated mind, yeah. it kind of looks like an American football field. And I know it's, like, not the same sport, but where, is it, where do the similarities so sit in the two? Honestly, comparing, like, gridiron to NRL is like comparing basketball to netball. It's, it's funny. It's not I mean, the same. It's not the same at all. But there are some similarities. Would, not many, but some. Me. I will. So... The, the way the pitch is set up, or the field, well, yeah. is completely the same. You have to – there is a try zone. Well, in in NFL terms, in American football, <laughs> it's – um oh, it's not called is a it try. Is like the end zone It's called or a touchdown. That's oh, the touchdown. word. Um, so that's very similar in the in the two forms. Um, but however, in gridiron, you can just stand there with the ball. In NRL, you have to put the ball down with your hand and yeah. put pressure between the ball and the ground. And then another big difference is in – American football, they're in every one team, there's two teams. Now, I know that this is going to get confusing, but there is an attacking team and a defensive team. So let's just give an example. Say there's Melbourne Storm and Brisbane Broncos are playing American football, let's say. Um, in each team, there's two teams, uh, attacking and a defensive. When Brisbane Broncos' attacking team is on the field, the Melbourne Storm defensive team's on. Um, does that make sense? And yeah, then yeah, yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm. So in American football, there is someone that purposely has to throw the ball um, in order to get the ball going forward, whereas in rugby... You anybody can pick up the ball from the floor and pass it off. Yeah. Um, obviously, and you, you, you only pass backwards in NRL. Whereas in American football, you, you go forward. throw it forward. So it is very yeah. different. Um, and I think yeah, but kind of similar. <laughs> not really. It's not. I mean, American gonna, football they wear padding. <laughs> they wear padding. Storm them out. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> I mean, we we'll get the Melbourne Storm in you. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> in American football, they wear padding as well. They've yeah. got massive gear on and helmets. Which in is rugby, smart. they don't. There's no. There is no form of. When I safety. played though, as a woman, we did have 
I di- we do have like a shoulder um, and chest padding. guard and padding, which I thought was very good. Kind not, of not many men's. No, they don't. They don't. But again, they but do. Like they wear they, like they wear those soft helmets wear, to save yeah. concussions. But yeah, I think by then it's already too late. That leads me to my next question. <laughs> I wore too. one of those too. Yeah. yeah, that leads me to my next question, which is: um, it seems that their team there is like more. I guess, intense injuries associated with rugby. Like, I know a lot of the players, every time I seem to see them next on the news, they look a little bit more, like, jacked up in the nose and, like, hear a lot about concussions and, like, serious spinal injuries. And I guess the AFL, like, from my exposure to it, seemed to be taking more precautions in preventing Mm. such injuries. But what is rugby doing about preventing concussions and the associated medical problems? That's a a good... to point out, though, AFL and NRL are very different, obviously, because NRL, you're getting tackled um, constantly and you're not getting tackled in. And it's a different tackle, isn't yeah, it? It's completely. Tackle. but It's not head-on contact. No. It's, it's more n- around the body contact exactly, in AFL. where it's all head-on and you, you just charge, yeah. Um, but I'd say they're not doing enough at all. But That's what also I was going to say. I'm glad you said it. The, no, not, not at all. But also there's a lot of research in America and with gridiron and they're doing here. There's not much research being done at all. I know La Trobe University is doing a little bit of research on it, but they're only just starting to put the pieces together. They really are. Um, but, yeah, a lot of... It, it, it does still cause damage. And they don't wear helmets. Even you think in gridiron, they've got all this protection. Here they don't even have protection. And, like, it's concerning to hear that there's protection being put in with gridiron. Mm-hmm. The AFL don't really do head-on tackles but are doing something about it, but a sport that well, has no protection and has, has no... Nothing doing, yeah, and they get the worst injuries. Yeah. With the AFL, if, if a player has sort of suspect concussion or anything, they, they actually have a concussion test that players need to do and pass in order to keep on playing. The NRL has that. They have that. But I feel like in some ways they don't do it to the correct extent. Look, I'd, I wouldn't put it past at? anyone. I wouldn't put it past myself if it was a big game and I was concussed, but I wanted to get back out on the field. Of course, I bloody would. And well, if I was allowed to, you would, which is terrible and I shouldn't be allowed to and they shouldn't be allowed that's, to. That's, yeah. But there, are, there definitely would still be that attitude in the NRL to be like, just let him go out and have a go. But that's yeah. not right, though. The it's play, not right. The player's not all, welfare no. is at stake. Absolutely. But there, it's not like at the time it's bad, but then there are repercussions in the future and, um, and things to do with, like, memory loss and stuff. I feel like the rugby, con- like, injuries are sort of worse long-term compared to the AFL. Oh, ones. massively, yeah. So that's a really big issue that's only just being scratched and there's only just being research done. But also what is frustrating is that the NRL isn't doing any research into it. And they're not, like, there's they're just sitting idle and doing what they minimally have to do. They don't seem to be commenting on those sorts of injuries too. Like you've always got an AFL representative saying, oh, we're doing this or the club's yeah, doing that's that. Or, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. I didn't I don't know too much about that, but that's fantastic. There's none of there's none of that. And it's even more of like I find as well in the culture like people don't really want to wear a head. It's almost like it's too masculine and it's too much about just being tough. Yeah, it's like not um, cool pe- enough for school. No, it's not cool <laughs> and it's not cool to wear a head. It doesn't it's not way to wear a helmet and But it's not the right message that they're sending out to the young. No, absolutely, no. it's terrible. And yeah, the young ones don't want to wear head mark and they don't but also they don't know about the risks and yeah, so Well I feel like they need to be educated though. 
Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying don't let them oh, no, ever. <laughs> Just kidding. But, yeah, so, yeah, that's a, um, a really bad aspect that the NRL needs to um, lift their game on. I feel like the talk about, sorry, just no. the talk about concussions post-sport has sort of only come about in the sort of the last, let's say, 10 years. Yeah. Um, and there was, that, there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago with Will Smith that he played a doctor that was studying the concussion post-NFL. I'd love for someone to do that regarding Will Australian Smith, sports. we need you back. Yeah. <laughs> come do some Australian sports, please. Yeah. But it's even in the sense of... Even players who played back in the 80s and 90s, in the 70s as well, who are all, you know, they're in their 40s and 50s and 60s, even 70s, and they're having memory issues or they're having brain stuff, they wouldn't account it back to their days of playing footy. They're just like, well, old age has got me all, that's my luck. They won't, because the yeah. education's not there and and they don't put the pieces together that actually football's caused this. Like well, how they don't even know. Because they probably don't want to because it brought them so much joy yeah, growing exactly. up. They, they wouldn't want to. Yeah. head in the sand sort of thing as well, yeah. Mm. But... Yeah, that we don't even put we don't it's even it. put the pieces together, which is even again another worse um, mm. aspect. And but as well, the NRL's not admitting it, and yeah, there's not education out there, so it's not like they can go back and be like you or just, get compensation or anything yeah. like that. That's that's not a, that's not. You think with all the media, with the not the media, with all the medical technology that we have now, that um, all the knowledge and information would be Definitely out there a lot more done. aware. Even the AIS getting more so behind it. Hmm, that, that'd be mm. something big if they did. <laughs> I also, another point with, just on that with NRL, I think if they really heavily enforced it, which is terrible, it needs, it, sorry, this point's going to be terrible, but it still does need to be heavily enforced. I'm not advocating it not be. But it would really affect the game because so many people get concussed every game and you'd be losing players left, right and centre. So then that then puts yeah, the, the point the, of the what, players and the way the game's played, it needs to be less rough. But I, I agree with you there. But then you'd think they'd be then ready. Say say if they had an, like got concussed one week and in two weeks' time when they had the big game... They'd be fresh for it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, give them the time off to mm. recover from that concussion. So true. That way, when finals come round, you got your best players there. Not that you're losing them towards yeah. the end of the season. No, I don't no, know. I, I mean, as like well a on the silly night. Point, but I meant like, oh, I meant like even night, like, Rob, yeah, you'd be like, oh god, Johnny's off, and oh, there's Bob, and oh, now bloody <laughs> Rob's got a concussion too. <laughs> We're three players down. We're bringing on the rookies. We're going to lose. I mean that. That's okay. what I mean. Yeah, but That's you a fair are also point. right. That's a fair enough point. But that would be that would be a another driving force behind people behind the scenes as well they're like well we can't take him off the field and it's so it sucks that that like winning a game is more important than their their health and their long-term health as well it's 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 a long-term thing not just a temporary speaking of i guess other changes to the game israel yeah. israel Folau, mm. who i understand to be a union thank you player thank you according thank you. to <laughs> Guidance before we've come on, Mike. Um, had to make sure we got that one right. Post a quite a controversial um, homophobic post, which um, stems from his heavily religious background, mm. um, that was just not, in my opinion, okay. No, and a lot of people agreed. Um, he was heavily he was sort of punished for what he said. Yeah, and he was Absolutely. and he was punished accordingly mm. um, by his club. But what sort of example do you think this sets for oh. not only them as idols and you know people for youngins to look up to in sport but mm. also for the game and their movement i guess into a forward direction in terms of I'll ideas and values and I'll give my yeah well 
see the whole it's a big issue I guess let's just do an app on that no um I think oh it's so hard because his comments were not right and it's fantastic that they have taken a stance but then the question is what are you going to take a stance on and what are you not because there's a lot of other things not saying that what he did was not terrible but there's a lot of other things regarding you know domestic violence and drug abuse alcohol abuse just um think players breaking the law and Israel Flau hasn't necessarily broken the law at all he's allowed to post what he wants so they're kind of turning a blind eye to that but then something that they think you know this might get us a bit of publicity or this or you know let's enforce that so it's as that's a frustrating thing that um, there's not just a blanket rule of you do something wrong and you're going to get punished or only punishing certain things also um, then I think the thing that's tough with him is um, again, this is not this is not the NRL. This is the union organisation, um, rugby union. But they, it wasn't in his contract to say that he couldn't do that, and he had had a warning. But legally, he 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 kind of still deserves his job legally. I'm glad you bring that up because that's literally my Which opinion is on that. Frustrating. That it needs to be in his contract. Because um, social media now, like even in when you go for a regular job, there's back checks. There's yeah guidelines as to how you can carry yourself I know even recently like I did a you know I was associated with a company and they were like we have the right to remove any posts or you know request that you do post something like there Mm -hmm. is a certain level of control that Mm -hmm. companies can now have over employees which he technically is an employee of his boss Um, yeah I'm surprised that it's not included in this day and age with them being held so closely to sport and you know mm-hmm. little youngsters looking up mm-hmm. to you know I want to kick like Rob from exactly. earlier yeah, from Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I, shout um, out to Rob who's not a player <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, this is my little issue with, with the whole situation obviously I don't agree with what he said and the way he did it I mean that's the whole part of freedom of speech you can say what you want just obviously be careful and you've got to take whatever responsibility what it, like the effect that it has on people but the fact that he was losing his job to play it didn't affect his playing performance it didn't affect the players he was playing with it didn't perfect I mean it like hurt anything in that respect yes what he said it was wrong but the fact that he lost his position playing for Australia um, where everyone looks up to him everyone watches the game well I did for him just to see the way he would play you know, for me, has that that's that's the little problem there. I don't think he should have lost his job. Take the penalty, yes. Maybe don't give him the rest but of his do money. You, but I have a question. He needs to be. It needed to be in the contract. I agree with you there. Yeah. And I think he needs to. He needs to be informed of things that he can and can't say. Yeah. But it just it annoys but, me where decisions made off the field. But ruin oh, the decisions on the field. That, that pisses me off. He's a person of. Um, he's a person of great influence. Yes, and I, and I, I agree a, to that. But that's also part of his job, though. He's a football player, but he is also a person of influence, and I think that's where. Well, that's okay. So I, I agree with you. He but needs think- to take. He. Um, yeah, if it, they give him more knowledge also about part it, of his job, and he came out and said, "Look, I stuffed up. Oh, I'm going to take this course of action so it doesn't happen again." Or but okay, he, maybe he this didn't. That yeah, was the whole thing. I feel like that would have been a better path. Anyway, that's my yeah. opinion. I'm going to get fired up on it. So. <laughs> well, it's better than move on. Perspective. Let's move on because we're going to not see eye to eye. I'll just say because I know like little about the sport, but have like a background in media and PR. Mm. I do see what the club have done because. 
at the end of the you day. You both sides. I, I do because like, <laughs> they know at the end of the day Thank that God they can be held responsible by rugby authorities for diminishing the reputation of the game That's by true. supporting somebody. It's not just who, about him, it is about the whole yeah, code. Yeah, he supports very backwards, I guess, now we're going to well, move on. Accept, like you yeah. said, backwards values. Yeah. But yeah, my last thing that Quickly. I had to ask is, <laughs> if I was to go to a rugby game, which yes. I have been asked once by my uncle and <laughs> said no because I am inti- I'm intimidated by oh. the energy of the game. I think it's very intense and yelly, whereas I like the AFL. Oh. You can be a quieter supporter or you can be like my <gasps> mum who is me, so like loud me. I have to leave you the house. Everyone, I have such a... Everything. I, so... <laughs> you're one so we get one tip no, before we wrap up. Can I let you in on a secret? AFL games are so much more rowdy than NRL. Oh, yeah. We can agree on that one. So, no way. You, there are... And there's a... There, no. Oh, my God. It, NRL is very... It, I mean, I wouldn't say it's quiet or anything, but it's <laughs> it's nothing like an AFL game. Okay. And it, you would be... Yeah. And it's... I, I guess there isn't... I guess you would try... You would think that it was just all men and they're being loud and aggressive and not at all. All right, so what's your one tip quickly before we wrap up? Um, When going to a game. When going to a game. Do I wear merch? Merch, always. Not too much, though. And kind of just... um, Especially if you don't know what's going on. If it's your first game, ask a lot of questions. And I think, yeah, ask about the game. I guess we all sit there and go, okay, game's over. I'm keen. Let's go get some dins. But ask some questions. And also what's really interesting, if you can, maybe try and someone find someone you will who knows about the club and ask about the history of maybe one of your favourite, the team that you're going for there. That's interesting. That's a great tip. I love Um, it. Thank you for teaching me. I feel no I can take on the NRL world from <laughs> now where I go. was to where I am. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure to have you in. Thanks for um, coming in, India. Thanks, guys. No, thank you both thank for you. coming in. Thanks for having me. I'm really... Um, Great show. Yeah. Um, please. I'm can, glad here in Melbourne I got a chance to talk about NRL. Yeah, you did. I, of course, I wasn't going to let that one slide. Oh, good. Of course. Welcome back anytime to talk about whatever you'd like. Oh, thank you, um, Hopefully next time we'll agree on it. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. I'm going to mediate. I'm you a coffee next time I'm in the studio. I'm like, yeah. still love you. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Thank you guys so much. Have thank a good you. week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening in to Spotty Upper Lip. We are talking NRL. Next week we'll be talking tennis, and I'll have Taylor, our t- tennis expert, to preview the French Open and everything around Australian tennis. Um, it's been a great show.